Abotai, we continue our study of Tariyag Mitzvot, we're up to Mitzvah number 208. And that is not to deliver one's children to the Abodah Zarah called Molech. It's a negative commandment. The end of Parashat HaHaremot, Umizzar'acha lo titen le'avir la'molech. Perek Yudchet, Pasukhaf Aleph. So the Chinuch gives us the uh, procedure how this Abu Dazara was worshipped. Uh, a father would uh, take his uh, son and give the child over to the priests. And they would give it over to the priests uh, for the sake of worshipping this Abu Dazara. And it's possible that the priest then would take the son, the child, and make tinufa, like a korban, wave him up and down. And then bring him to this Avodah Zarah called Molech. And then they return the child back to the father. And then they light a great fire in front of the Avodah Zarah. And the father takes the son and he puts him in the fire itself. That is a big mahlokit between the Rishonim over here what happens at this point. Now how many things can happen when you put a child into a fire? So the Rashi and the Rambam says that they didn't actually burn him, but they were ma'avirin. They actually just walked him through the fire, uh, and that's the way they worshipped. According to Rashi, they would put two fires on either side, and then the kid would be walked in between. According to the Rambam, he would actually walk through the fire, but very quickly enough, we possibly could die, but not necessarily was the purpose to kill the kid, but the Ramban says no. They would actually put him in the fire until his neshama left him and they burnt him to death. Now, why does the Torah have to write this Avodah Zarah? anyway is forbidden. So why is the Torah singling out Molech? So he writes over here the Hinuch, Ha'inyan azeh shel Avodah Zarah zu shel Molech lefi shayta Avodah ra'ah biyoter. This was a Obviously, a terrible Avodah Zarah where they're killing kids. It seems it was very prevalent in the time of the Torah. So, therefore, besides the many Isurim that Avodah Zarah has already, the Torah singled this one out as well. That's the reason of the Rambam. The Ramban says that there's another reason that the reason why it's singled out is because we have a general rule that by Avodah Zarah, one is only obligated if you serve it in the normal way. But if you do something different that's not the normal way of serving it, so one will not be Hayab. When it comes to the Molech, even if he serves it in the not normal way, and he does some type of different or change, it doesn't matter. Now, the Hadush over in this mitzvah, which needs a lot of understanding, is the Pasuk says, Umi Zaracha. That you're not allowed to give some of your children to the Molech. But the halakha says that if one gives all his children to the Molech, he's not going to be Hayav. Now how could that be? How could it be that if a person gives one kid to the Molech, Hayav, but if he gives all ten, he's going to be Padu. Well that's what the Pasuk is saying, Umizar Acha. That you only Hayav when you give from your Zerah, but not all your Zerah. What is the logic? So the Hanuk explains it, that it's quite possible, and I'll add probable, that the Komarim, these priests of the Molech, 
were shakranim. They were liars. Now how in the world are you going to convince somebody to give up one of their children and throw them into the fire unless you promise them that if you give up one, you'll have success with the remainders. And you'll have beracha and tovah and blessing in your house. And therefore, the only way that this avodah zarah was done was where somebody would leave some of the children at home because these guys knew that if they say give us all ten, nobody's going to listen. So in order to make the avodah zarah more you know, believable and get customers, it was only done when they guaranteed a promise of prosperity for those that remained uh, at home. So therefore, since that's the Avodah Zarah, it's only Hayab, at least um, according to uh, uh, the Gemara, when one has remaining children at home. The laws of this mitzvah, it doesn't matter if the child is a kosher child or not. Which is, let's say a father has a mamzer, and he gives over his mamzer, you might have said, good, get rid of the mamzer. No, it's not the case. Nonetheless, he's hayab in such a case as well. This doesn't only apply to his children, meaning his boys. It applies to his girls also, and it applies to grandchildren as well, until ad olam. However, if a person sends his brother into the molech, that's uh, obviously not too happy about his brother, or he sends his sister into the molech, so he's not going to be have or himself, or himself into the molech, is going to be patur. That's one of the proofs they want to bring, that if a person sends himself into the molech, he's going to be patur. What do you mean patur? He's dead. <laughs> so from there they want to learn, like Rashi says, that you're not actually dying in molech, they're actually just going through the fire. Nonetheless, the law of molech applies in all places and all times, male and female equally. If somebody was Oved Mezid, with a warning, the punishment is sekila. If there was a uh, mezid on purpose without a warning, the punishment is karet. If he does a peshogeg, he's hayav korban hatat. This is one of the mitzvot that applies to Jews and non-Jews alike. As we remember, one of the seven mitzvot of all the nations of the world is avodah zarah. So they're equally uh, guilty for this crime, just as much as the Jews. Baruch Amen. Amen.